Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Silence is Heard, and today I'm just giving my thoughts on Ghost of Tsushima. For anybody that does not know, Ghost of Tsushima, latest released by Sucker Punch Studios, um, PlayStation 4 exclusive, released July 17th. And to be honest, I didn't really have a lot of expectations for this game. Uh, not up until just a couple weeks before it came out. You know, saw a couple more gameplay demos that they were releasing. And um, I hadn't bought a bought a game in a while. I liked Sucker Punch as a studio, so decided to give it a shot. And it, uh, I must say, it's been an incredible experience so far. Uh, the gameplay hooked me immediately. And... As soon as the title drops and they let you loose on the world, I fell in love with how gorgeous it was. Uh, I haven't completed it like, I completed the story, but I haven't done like, you know, all the side missions and stuff like that. But I wanted to get my thoughts on this title and give it props as a top-notch sucker punch game and one of my favorite sword games, like, you know, since uh, maybe Metal Gear Rising. Yeah, one of my favorite so uh, games that has you uh, swinging a sword. So yeah, so I wanted to talk about the story, gameplay, graphics, and uh, sound. Just kind of the overall value, uh, in my opinion. So starting off with the story, it does a good job moving you along. Uh, the main villain, his name is a uh, Kotun Khan, leading the Mongols in the invasion of a Sushima Island before they head to the mainland and he's a good figurehead as a villain um so you know i'll give him that he you know he's a he's a he's a hateable dude and all the side characters were very interesting to me uh they each have their own nice tales that you go along with them uh to you know flesh out their backstories and stuff but the two standouts for sure are your main character jen sakai and the island itself I found Sakai to be very relatable. His interactions really give you a glimpse into his mind from just talking to the civilians in towns to when you go to these certain hot springs that you can bathe in to fill your health up. You know, you can reflect on certain things like your mother or the Mongol invasion. And even though there's just a few lines of dialogue, it's nice to give you a peek into how he actually feels about some of these things. You know, it's very much a a character-driven game. Um, and just, like, when you're riding out uh, in the fields and you're riding through those tall grass, uh, yeah, those tall grass fields, and he'll scoop his hand down, you know, to get a touch of it. It's like, oh, man, like, that's some shit I would do. <laughs> you know, it's just all the little animations that they did really uh, bring him to life as a character. And, uh, you know, I've taken my time completing the story, the side missions because I just enjoy living in this world that Sucker Punch has created. I'm excited to play through uh, New Game Plus and the lethal difficulty um, because I just, like I said, being in this world, riding my horse, uh, doing the shrines and uh, climbing the stuff and just getting involved in everything you can do, following the birds, following the the fox that leads you to all types of collectibles, you know, thrown around all over the all over the world. This is a great example of what I talk about. Uh, I mean, what I mean when I talk about games that um, 
entice you to just play it. You know, there's a lot of customization in this game that you don't have to turn around and, you know, pay extra dollars for and stuff like that. And the fact that they make it so rewarding and it feels good, you know, we'll see if they release any DLC, but I'd be happy to support it. I know they're coming out with the free uh, multiplayer at some point, but, um, but yeah, getting back to the, to the story, I just enjoyed being in the world so much. Um, so even when I wasn't doing the story, I was still soaking up, you know what I'm saying? What that world had to offer. And, uh, uh, narratively, I think I'd kind of compare it uh, unironically to The Last of Us, uh, the first one, in that I wasn't drawn into every situation itself in that game, but it was the characters. You know, when you roll up through Bill's town, it's the interactions between him and Ellie that make that memorable. And, you know, the characters of Sam and Charlie, they leave an impression on you. David's creepy, his creepy ass face, you still kind of see it in your head. And the decision that Joel makes, you know, towards the end of the game, it hits on such an, a, a human level. And, you know, even though you have that story of the, oh, there's an infection and we're going to race across the country so that way we can try and find a cure, you know. Yeah, that story's been done before, but not with these characters and in this way. And that's a good way that I describe Ghost of Tsushima is that it's not wholly original, but it's that much more impactful because it's supported by relatable characters and good interactions, you know, addictive gameplay and a beautiful setting. And I thought there'd be a whole mystical aspect before I got my hands on the game. I thought there'd be this, you know, coming back to life kind of thing with the name, you know, ghost. But the story is really about having the resolve to do what you must to protect your people. And though I could see some of the plot beats coming from a mile away. Since they took the time to develop those relationships, I was along for the ride. And the OMG moments, they still drew emotion from me. Um, so all in all, good story supported by interesting characters and engaging combat. Like I said, I'd play through it again. I'm looking forward to it. And mainly because I just... I can't get enough of that gameplay. I can't get enough of swinging, <laughs> swinging that katana. As soon as I took my first life on Komodo Beach, I was ready. I felt the deliberate strikes and I felt like a warrior. Then when the game opens up, I found that I wanted to do more than the combat. Um, I was in the photo mode, taking pictures, just riding around on my horse, taking in the scenery, uh, riding haikus, stopping random patrols that were harassing people. It took me so long to complete the story because I was just having my own adventure every step of the way. Now, I remember early on in the game when you're unlocking the different stances to fight the different enemy types, I was just getting hooked on going from camp to camp, taking out leaders, and then along the way, like I said, a bird would stop me and just, it was so easy to, to lose track of time and be like, oh, okay, oh, I forgot I was going to, you know, that castle. I forgot I was going to be going to save my uncle. <laughs> He'd been waiting for hours on my ass. <laughs> but, uh, and I like that as the game got harder, every tool became useful. You know, something like the kunai and smoke bombs, I didn't use them a whole lot in the beginning of the game, but no, you definitely end up needing them. Uh, the only nags I guess I'd have are, there are some cheap enemy hits where it's like they fly across, fly across the screen and and get the jump on you and 
even though those can be mitigated sometimes if you have a more strategic approach, you know, keep your distance uh, is what I've found. But uh, just a little nitpick and the traversal is kind of wonky, like with the hooks and stuff like that. And when you are trying to navigate places with your on your horseback and trying to ascend the shrines like some of the traversal can be a little wonky but all in all um i do think that they could have made it a little bit more like infamous but i don't know how much that would have taken from the sword play so again we'll see what they do with ghost of tsushima 2 or ghost of whatever they call it hopefully they can improve the way that you uh interact with the environment but yeah, overall, all excellent swordplay hooked me. The activities in the world kept me coming back. And when I say that the the graphics and the photo mode, different colors that they used in the game made you really want to visit Japan, made you want to visit, you know, this, this fictional island. If it is fictional, I'm pretty sure it's fictional. And the armor, the detail in the armor, the Mongolian and samurai alike, very detailed very much into the customization because of how detailed they went with the armor a lot of variety in the game like i said with the flowers colors the draw distances when you're sitting on a mountain you can see what for what looks like miles ahead of you and stuff like that or kilometers how they do it so it's nice to see smokestacks way 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 in the distance and then hop on your horse and then just go there and the whole way you're going there the music is excellent 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 soundtrack i've been listening to it a little bit off on the side and when the music like when the duels kick up the music always hits then and after the duel you know going to photo mode it's been another 20 minutes taking a few good angles you know of the of the victory and then move on about the business so yeah graphics i'd say top notch some of the character or models you know what i'm saying can have hiccups the Lip syncing doesn't match up really 100% that well with the Japanese voices. At some point, I ended up switching over to the English voices. Um, I was a little bit, I got tired of reading it, but it was mainly just I wanted to see what, you know, what it sounded like with the English voices. And hearing the effort that they had put in, it was, it was hitting. I think that the English voice acting for me definitely um, was a better experience. I mean, that, yeah, that goes into the, like, the sound, like we were talking about. I think it's A+. Plus. The Mongols, the way that they speak in their native language and stuff around you, it's pretty immersive. Again, the music, the flute, the music that Jen plays on his flute when you uh, swipe on the on the PlayStation, the little touchpad. You go around and collect crickets, singing crickets to unlock more songs. And sometimes I'll spend, you know... Two, two, three minutes just playing my flute, panning the camera around, looking at the environment. Pretty relaxing. And then also, when it comes to the combat, the way that the enemies will call out to each other and stuff, you can't understand what they're saying, but you end up getting the, just by listening, you know, okay, he's about to shoot an arrow. Okay, he's about to run up and charge me and stuff. So really uh, paying attention to the audio cues help you help you out in combat and i appreciate that and then again when you're not in combat just 
the birds chirping, the fires off in the distance. You can hear it all when you're coming up, when you're on a body of water and there's a waterfall. Sounds, sounds great, especially with some headphones. Get your nice pair of headphones and you can be set up. Uh, the NPCs, sometimes they can get repetitive. I didn't really notice this when I had the voices on the, on Japanese, but on English, the NPCs, they can kind of repeat themselves. Kind of like how I do sometimes, but it's all right. So I'm saying, look, little nitpick. Uh, but all the other voices, even, I mean, even though they did repeat themselves, the voices were uh, top-notch. Like I said, in English, uh, Jin Sakai and uh, Ishiwaka, they're some of my favorite voices. Yuna, she did a, a, a good job as well. Uh, but yeah, so going through the story, gameplay, graphics, and sound design, so we look at the overall value of Ghost of Tsushima. I think that it's definitely worth the uh, full standard price that they're that they're asking for. Definitely worth the price of admission. I don't think there's an hour tracker, like a timekeeper on the game. I don't know how many hours I've gotten in the game, but I have definitely spent about as much time just taking in the world with the photo mode or just panning around and playing the flute. I've spent so much time doing that that it probably equates to how much time I spent in combat and doing the story. So a lot of value, a lot of bang for your buck. And it's also uh, just some some side points that I didn't know where to throw them in. I like that it doesn't get in its way too much. It lets itself be a game. Like some examples, I mean, it's a good and a bad thing. Um, an example of where it's pretty good is we're on your horse, you're riding around, you see some flowers on the ground, you just press R2, he picks it, and you keep on going. Uh, but then there's some gamey stuff where you're doing, trying to be stealthy, and you're taking out dudes, and you take out somebody, and his buddy's sitting right next to him, and he doesn't react in the slightest, so it kind of takes you out of it. So the gaminess helps and hurts the experience, so that's something to be aware of. I said the animations, they are amazing when they're working fluidly, but sometimes there can be some jankiness. The enemies will just be running around in circles, running into walls. The NPCs, you'll save one of them and then they'll just stand there. It's like, leave, please, you're gonna die. What are you doing? But we're looking at the value of the overall package. If you are interested at all in the lore of samurai, the Mongol invasion, um, then I think that you will enjoy this title. And I can't wait to see what they uh, what they do on PS5 if they continue this franchise. It seems like they will. It seems ripe for a sequel, so wanna see what they pull out and they they go to Tsushima definitely as a fan of me. Hope if anybody has been on the fence that you know these thoughts have been able to kind of push you over to, you know what I'm saying? I, I think it's worth it. You know, definitely go out, support, support good games. And if you're thinking about going out, you know, if you're on the fence, you don't know if to buy this or Avengers, you know, this or 2K, you know, while I can't speak to all the gameplay qualities of those other games, this one from a developer and a business standpoint in terms of how they're handling, you know what I'm saying, 
just the consumer experience, I'd have to say that, you know, these guys, they've definitely, that they've definitely earned a purchase. So that is going to do it. It's going to wrap up this episode of Silence is Heard. Just wanted to give y'all my impressions, a little mini review, I guess, on Ghost of Tsushima. Give it a buy, give it a look. Um, if anybody is thinking about it, copping it when the co-op drops, add me on PlayStation, Black Ice 117. Yeah, have a good one.